0: So we were talking about just how much the folks in Greenville are looking forward to the start of college football season. Hopefully there could be fans at East Carolina games. I know the folks in Boone feel the same exact way, as do we here at the Sports Hub, because Appalachian State football has been carried here the last handful of years, and we expect the same deal. Later on this year, we will be joined now by the head coach of the Mountaineer, Sean Clark. In fact, I was just going through a drive-thru earlier today, and the lady handed me my food, had an App State football uh, medical face mask on. So a lot of App State fans in our listening radius. I got to know, as many of us are still social distancing, many people still in their homes, how's the homeschooling going for the two kids?
1: Well, it's it's getting better run, a great routine right now. It's, uh, thinking think we're on the, the downward slope because I'm not sure if I can take this for another six months or not right now. But uh, it's going well, and uh, we're looking forward to getting this, this uh, school year completed.
0: Give me the course that Sean Clark believes might be the second best thing he can teach after football being number one.
1: Well, it's for sure not math. This Common Core math has got me. Stumbled every single day because I get the same answer they get. We get we do it a totally different way, but I think fourth grade history and is uh, is my go to now. And uh, we're learning a little bit of science with the sediment rocks and and uh, igneous rocks. So we're doing very well here at the Clark household.
0: Maybe if we have time at the end of the interview, we can get into um, the different kinds of rocks, sedimentary, uh, sedimentary, and otherwise. Sean Clark with us here. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Underscore S Clark. Tell me this though. When you're separated from your team and you know that probably hurts preparation that you were planning for in spring practice, do you find comfort in knowing that you have an older team and also that your guys already know what you're all about?
1: I, I do. and uh, like, you know, like you mentioned, we're, we're very, a senior heavy team this year and those guys know what it takes to win. And with technology the way it is, our coach staff has done a great job staying in contact kind of with our players on a weekly basis. And uh, we just finished finals last week, and now we're into a uh, – we're doing position meetings through Zoom. So we'll have a team meeting uh, Thursday, and uh, we'll start with our position meetings. And we'll go ahead and do an install. Uh, we were very fortunate to have spring practice uh, early in February, early March. And we have, 11, we have 11 days in. So we're ahead of the curve a little bit, and – Again, not much is gonna change in how we play absolutely the brand of football we're gonna play. So I feel very comfortable where we are right now.
0: You mentioned some of the Zoom meetings. Beyond that, what are some other ways you've been able to keep your guys engaged?
1: Well, you know, the Zoom is probably the number one deal and, and through technology we can send them we can send them tests through football. We can uh we do FaceTimes, we can do multiple FaceTimes right now with with several of your players. Uh, so it's neat for me just to pop in on the Zoom meetings. I know when our, our offensive line is meeting twice a week now, I'll just pop in and say hello to them and, and just different ways you, you do things. And, and there's no playbook for this. So we're all learning at the same pace. And everyone I talk to, all the coaches throughout the state, are doing something a little bit different. And, and we feel we have a great plan, and we just look forward to getting back in Boone and getting started for this coming season.
0: We were talking to Lincoln Riley a couple of weeks ago, and he said that the last dance – Provided an opportunity for him to instill in his players, hey, you need to act like there's there's no entitlement when you step on campus. There's none of that at all. Everything, even the greatest ever, had to bust it all the time when he was in college and in the pros in order to get what he wanted. Um, when you watch The Last Dance, are there anything? Is there anything that you pull from it that you pass along to your players as a teaching tool?
1: Uh, without question I, I, I was like a little kid at christmas every sunday night on the tv and there was one the one episode that hit me that, that his quote was you know winning has a price and leadership is a price and and i think that is so true in our in our uh program right now because uh all these guys our seniors have played for three and four years and they they have a standard that they, they they play to a certain standards so we have to do a great job of bringing our young guys along and to let them know that, listen, this is not going to be easy, but if you want to win, that's what we have to do. So uh, as soon as that episode showed, I took a picture of it or recorded it and listened to it about three or four times and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Man, this it speaks directly to me, just the kind of player and competitor he was, and, and he held everyone in his, on his team at a certain standard.
0: Remind me, you grew up in the state of West Virginia, yes?
1: I did. Charleston, West Virginia.
0: Charleston, West Virginia. See, I was reading Wright Thompson's story today on Michael Jordan and about his roots in Wilmington, and the stories I read about him growing up in the woods, as someone myself who grew up in the woods north of Raleigh, I, I found inspiration knowing, hey, this guy, he he was able to walk similar land that I did and-, and achieve greatness, maybe have the greatest individual career ever. You say you've been going to your television Sunday as if it's, as if it's Christmas watching this. Um, what draws you to Michael? What do you admire most?
1: Well, again, one of my, one of my best friends in college, he, he's a big Carolina fan. Growing up, I was a Duke fan, so we were going back and forth. But just just the way he competes, and he held himself at such a high standard, and, and he wouldn't take anything less than that. And just, just, you know, everyone sees all the great things he did, the great shots he made, but no one saw the hard work he put into it. And to me, that's what it's about is, you, you, know, you know, in college football, you get out what you put in. And so that, to me, that was probably the biggest thing I see is, just, you know, what kind of competitor is. And, and, and he was always working to, to achieve higher team goals. And I think when Phil Jackson, uh, when Phil Jackson came he put the triangle offense in, and it kind of took away from his production in some ways. And just the way he buy into it as a team, a team sport, and, and look what he's six championships, one of the greatest players of all time.
0: App State football coach Sean Clark with us here on Sports Hub Triad. The last time you were with us, you said pretty early on all conversations you had with uh, the Sun Belt commissioner, with Doug Gillen, pointed that we're going to find a way to have football this fall. What gives you optimism that when we get to September, we're going to be kicking it off at the Rock?
1: Well, I, I think it first starts with our state. You know, our, our governor's done a great job of uh, getting us back into some sort of a normal life. Um, but, you know, we have weekly meetings and every week something's changing. And I do think we're on the verge of uh, getting back to a normal life. And I think once we start football, that's going to give us a, a sense that, hey, we beat this virus. We can go on with our lives. And it, it won't be the same, uh, possibly, but at least we'll have football back in our lives again.
0: I've got to know, though, I see Dave Klaus and he has his ACC Big Four championship ring that he got for his uh, team after beating all the ACC Big Four teams. Your team wasn't on the schedule, so they couldn't call themselves North Carolina state champs. Had the great year last year, more wins than any other team's ever had in state history. Um, how much do you circle that game? Wake Forest, App State, what's it mean to you?
1: Well, again, I have a lot of respect for Coach uh, this be uh, I, I played against him when he was at the University of Richmond. He was at Bowling Green and now Wake, he's an outstanding job at Wake. Um, it's going to be a great, it's a great game. I think it's great for college football. I, I wish we did it every year. I wish we played all, all teams in the state every year. I think it's great for college football. Anytime you can play a regional schedule. Uh, I go back, to we played Wake Forest here uh, a couple of years ago, and it was the largest crowd ever in the history of our school. We played UNC Charlotte the last two years, and both broke attendance records. So um, I think it's great for college football, and we can't wait to get started, and I know it's going to be a great crowd in Western salem There'll be a lot of black and gold from both teams, and our fans will be prepared for that game.
0: And we look forward to carrying the game on our radio station, and there's a lot of App State fans listening right now. Coach, thank you so much for spending the time.
1: Man, I appreciate you having us on, and i uh, tell you all these App fans out there, we can't wait to see you at the Rock this fall, and be safe out there.
0: Likewise, Coach. Thank you so much. Thank you, bud. That's App State football coach Sean Clark spending some time with us.